wasn't even any intro music because I'm on my way to the airport in about 10 minutes to go to Washington, D.C. for some work, but I really felt compelled to get up this little special edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast, and it's all about the fact that Stern is adding 100 LEs to the Munster LE offering, and you heard it here first, right? And I saw on Pinside... People were denying it. They were saying, I'm going to backtrack, that I wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't being accurate on this information. When are people finally going to learn that when it comes to manufacturer decisions, and especially stuff at Stern, I think I've been right on stuff Stern is going to do almost 100% of the times because, as we all know, Stern has people surrounding them that like to talk about what's going on. Now, here's the thing. I don't know how anyone could look at a situation like this and not call bullshit. And like two wrongs don't make a right. It wasn't right when they did this with Batman Super LE. Remember that back in the day? We're only making 30 Batmans to celebrate each year of the show, all right? No, sorry, I think it was 30 to celebrate each year of Stern Pinball, right? It was 30 years of Stern, only 30 super limited editions. And then what happened? They asked people to try and get the machine and all these applications came in And they're like, we're leaving money on the table. Let's just bump it up to 80 and say that the other 50 are for the 50 years of Batman. And it was real, real ridiculous that they did that. People didn't care because those 80 people were happy they got their super limited editions. But let me tell you, if there were only 30 super limited edition machines, of course, those 30 would be worth more than if there were 80 in the world. Now, look. I think that was a little bit of a separate thing because paying $15,000 for any Stern machine is ludicrous, right? We all agree to that. I mean, it still holds collector value, but that's the only value it has. If you look at Batman Super Elite, it's for the collector. And limited edition machines are for people where that matters. And when I read Pinside and I read people commenting on this, I really don't understand. If you don't understand why a limited number of something adds to its value, I really think you need to go back and be re-educated on the, the, the principles of value and scarcity and supply and demand. And you shouldn't criticize people that are into that, right? That's part of being a collector. You wanna know how many of something are out there in the world. And I'm sorry, but Stern had months to to figure out what their marketing strategy was around the monsters. And they said to you, they said to you, they looked at you and said, there's going to be 500 of these. They brought it to a show with a plaque that said 500 of these. Only 500 will be made. And for some of you out there, I was on that boat. Distributors, your money was non-refundable, non-refundable. And you only learned that there would be another 100 made after, after your your deposit was non-refundable with some of these distributors. Now, just think about that for a minute. You were told you're buying one of 500, and if and you need to let me know within 48 hours if you're committed. After you were committed and your money was locked in, they added more. So you didn't even have all the information you needed to make sure you were making a good decision. So is that ethical that Stern did that? The other part that really just rubs me the wrong way, and I think for all of you on Pinside and all of you collectors, how does this not rub you the wrong way? Where was the official communication from Stern on this? Why didn't Zach just make a post or have Jared post on um, on either Stern's Facebook or, you know, hey, everyone. And they could have done it easily, been like, due to overwhelming demand to have 
you know, a Munster's limited edition, we've upped the number to 100. But get them while they last because, you know, half of these are going overseas, whatever the messaging is. But no, there still was never any official communication because uh, we saw that even though people were, were, were questioning whether I was right or not, Zach was PMing people that, th that there was another 100 at it. Now, and then for those of you out there who are saying, well, this title is one of the best selling in the history of Stern. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm sure it's doing decent. I'm sure it's doing really well. But I'll tell you this. I've been following the path of LE sales for Stern Machines now for years, and they're still available to buy from distributors. So unlike Batman, unlike Iron Maiden, unlike Ghostbusters, which, which those games sold out immediately, there are still monsters to buy. Now, that's not a statement of whether or not the game is good or not. Here's what I, I think happened and within the stern marketing walls. And, and I think that the black and white, while some people love it, some people don't, ironically, it's black and white. It's a polarizing offering. And I think they realized that a lot of people just wanted a full colored play field version of the game with the mini play field. And if the only way you can get that is the LE, I think they got a lot of people banging on the door that they wanted that, that they weren't happy with like the premium offering. Now, that being said, I'm, I, I'm sure so, a lot of people are happy with the premium offering. But I also think it was a stupid decision by Stern Marketing to make the premium the black and white. It's absolutely ludicrous that they made the much more unique and like, it, it's completely unique. There, the, you, the whole point of being limited, it's like when a car company makes a carbon edition, you know, or a special variation of the car, that's always the limited version of the car. You know, they don't, they don't Ferrari doesn't make a radically different version of, of a 458 uh, and, and then call it like, you know, the, the regular version that anyone can buy in unlimited numbers. And, 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 you know, so that just was like a really weird decision on certain, and, and it's weird. It's almost like they did that to push people more towards the LEs and they got more demand than they expected, or the premium sales were not as strong as they expected. Who knows, right? This is all, this is where we get into the land of speculation. I don't know. You don't know. But what I do know is this, two wrongs don't make a right. Doing it on Batman doesn't make doing it on Munsters any more correct and and that bullshit little thing at the bottom of this of the matrix like subject to change right with the asterisks what so everything is subject to change after they take your money and it doesn't just mean it around the the, the quantities of the le's everything on that list is subject to change and for those of you saying it's not on the production line so you know it's okay that they did this that's bullshit all right when I bought a Dodge Demon where Dodge said we're only making 3,000 of these in the United States, that was well before the car hit the production line. And let me tell you something, Dodge realized there were way more than 3,000 people that wanted to buy Demons. They didn't up the number. They could have sold 6,000. They could have sold 9,000. But they wanted it to make it something special. And people who buy Stern LEs, look, criticize them all you want. They want to feel like they're getting something special, that they're getting something limited, that you're not going to see it everywhere, right? They realized long ago that that number does matter. They're not dopes like Jersey Jack who makes a thousand limited editions and then nothing's limited and nothing is special. Stern knows what they're doing. They know they're making a product that appeals to the home collector, but that stuff matters. And I think when they get really cavalier about it, and they, they pull fast ones like this, I think people have a right to be upset. And for those of you who are like, well, I'm in on an LE and I really don't care. I just bought this game to have fun. If you just bought the game to have fun, go get a fucking pro. 
The pro games are always more fun than, than the LEs and the premiums anyway. They flow better. Everybody knows that. It's like a little kept secret. Everybody knows the upper play field in, in Game of Thrones doesn't add shit to the game. The pro is the better version. Almost every game, the pro shoots better. In almost every, every, every game. It's very rare lately that the premium LE actually shoots better than the pro. If, if pinball funds what you're all about. And here's what's more fun too. Hey, you spend $5,000 on a pro, you could put $4,000 into, into your bank account. Isn't that more fun? You're having the same goddamn code, the same experience for the most part. It flows better and you're saving 50% almost off the price of an LE. So let's stop fooling ourselves. The LEs are all about the collectability. And what Stern did undermines the collectability of the machine. And the fact that they're still not transparent with the community is upsetting. You know, it's just, it's just, they literally, this is a cash grab. It is a total cash grab. They said what they were going to make and they went back and they offered more to get more money from people. That's it. Sure. Yeah, of course you end up making more people happy because you sell more, but you also, you also go against your word and what you said you were going to do. So for example, if Dodge made 3,000 more demons next year, everyone who bought an original demon would be pissed off, but you have 3,000 new happy guys. What matters more? I think what matters more is that you stick to the word that you said you were going to do, that you stick to the promise you made to the buyers. And I think this, once again, just shows an example of how you know Stern is about the money. And we're happy Stern's about the money. I want Stern to stay in business, but this is not a case where... I think we applaud them doing this. And this is a case in which they literally are just like getting a little greedy. And it, it, I, it, it boggles my mind why a company that's got 90% of the market share continues to lack transparency with its customers, continues to pull these silly moves like this. They don't have to do it. And again, I think this is a residual move because of the black and white decision. That was another stupid decision. Okay, I'm just going to be on. You don't do that. You don't make the premium, the, the, the crazy, strange variation of, of the game. People want, more people want the game in color. It looks great in black and white. It does. But it's a special variation. It deserved to be in the LE. And do people forget, do people really forget that when the original designs for the game leaked, look at the design, the coffin, it says on it, limited edition. The plans were to make the game in limited edition. The, des the, the decision to switch that up was clearly a, a decision that uh, is still, I, I can't understand why. I can't. But anyway, this is just a little Canada's Pinball podcast. I love seeing this debate rage on because this is, this, these kinds of debates should rage on. And if you're not happy about this decision, say something about it. But I, I really think with 90% of the market, with loyal customers who buy Stern LEs time and time again, with all of you out there who support Stern, and I'm one of them, uh, and, you know, I just think that they need to stop doing this shit, right? You know, use, it's okay if the other happens, right? We're going to make 600 WWEs or, or Guardians of the Galaxy LEs. If they make less and then that's the case, that's, people are fine with that. But when you add more after the fact, no. No, and these games are on the line. Don't don't fool yourselves. The pros are on the line. The manufacturing of this game has begun. They manufactured cereal plates. It's really, see this is the thing too, it's really cheap. The cheapest items on the game 
are now the ones Stern can easily change. Now, did you notice too, they no longer have the designer sign the play field? How cheap is that? Right? You're supposed to sign the play field and clear code over it. They don't do that no more. So for an LE, where's the designer signing? Where does John Borg sign this game? On the apron, the cheapest place to put it because then they can just use, you know, well, that's a thing too. That's why it makes no fucking sense. Is they've got, you know, if, if, if Stern was running um, the, the, the black and white as the LE, then they would only have to have made 500 black and white play fields. I think this whole, this whole thing, it just, you know, I, I didn't want to think they're going to do this, but this whole thing just reeks that they're going to make a color version of the premium. It, it just feels like the writing is on the wall that that is what's going to happen next. Anyway, everyone, I love seeing this conversation. It's an important one to have. You know, I'm on the side of you guys, the buyer. I, I, like, I love these manufacturers. I want to see them succeed. But when they pull moves like this, and then you're just supposed to shrug your shoulders and be like, oh, it's okay. Well, they added another hundred. Like, I'm still going to have fun. Like, you, we could be brainless morons who, 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 who love pinball and just say, if, if, if I'm having fun, it really doesn't matter what they do to me. doesn't matter. Okay, add another one. Add another this. Add another that. Yeah, that's cool. Tell me you're not going to have a Walking Dead premium and then make it after I bought the LEs. That's cool. I'm having fun. It doesn't matter that you did something. On, I don't know why I'm even talking in this weird fucking like terrible Southern, I don't know, mishmash <laughs> uh, tone of voice. But anyway, look, here, everyone, I'm just going to say if I, ho if I could have a wish for 2019, it was that Stern would stop doing this stuff. And if you're going to do it, be more transparent about it. You know, Zach emailing people privately I mean, it just reeks of like a cowardly move. Just come out and say it. You've already told your distributors what you're gonna do. You're not even telling your customers. I have a problem with that. Wake up, Stern. You've got 90% of the market because of the people on Pinside and the collectors who love you. You can't do this to them. And in any hobby, in any collector hobby, you've gotta make sure your enthusiast base are the ones who are like, are on board the most. And this, this just reeks of another cash grab. Two wrongs don't make a right. Everyone have a good day. We're gonna be back Thursday. I'm talking to someone from Deep Root Pinball. All right, it's gonna be great. We're gonna hear some new stuff. I'm super excited. This is gonna be one of my, my most, fit, like, uh, I don't know, one of the most like exciting interviews I'm, I'm excited for. Um, and by the way, if you wanna hear more about uh, Munsters, go check out uh, head to head pinball. They did a great interview with Dwight Sullivan that going over the game. So I think you guys should check that one out. Um, also on Facebook, Christopher Franchi said he's so sick and annoyed of a pinball podcast and he, he, he was going to give the guy another chance and he's completely over him now. Let me just for the record state that that is not me. He's talking about, I saw everyone upload photos of Canada. It's not me. It's somebody else. All right. Chris and I are friends again. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Um, goodbye.